You're listening to a Big Finish production. And there's trouble down the pit. <sighs> Is everyone all right? Fine. I always love it when the TARDIS ends up at a jaunty angle. This is the Big Finish Podcast, launched on the 10th of February, 2019. You're very welcome to your very own Big Finish world of audiobooks and audio drama. Ah, the delights we have for you today. Ah, I can hear your dog whining in the background. Uh, He's Benji Clifford. (laughs) I'm Nick Briggs. Uh, Benji's got a naughty dog who's who's in not physically in the doghouse, but metaphorically. Metaphor. Uh, in a packed podcast, we bring you the latest Big Finish news, detailing all our lovely releases for you coming up this month. And we dramatise you with a special free first 15 minutes from our latest Fifth Doctor adventure, Black Thursday. And that's starring Peter Davison as the Doctor, with Janet Fielding as Tegan, Mark Strickson as Turlow, and John Coleshaw as Chameleon. I like the fact that it's free first 15 Fifth Doctor. It's all the Fs. Frubbity, 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 The script is by Jamie Anderson, not Fanderson, and Scott Fancock, Handcock <laughs> uh, is the dire- in the director's chair for this hard-hitting, grim story of humanity and horror set in a Welsh mining village in 1902. It's a real corker. Along the way, we'll activate our celebrated Randomoid Selectatron to give you a 25% discount. That's a big old discount there on randomly selected audio drama release from our archives. Uh, when we tell you what it is, all you have to do is go to bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash V that's V for Vendetta uh, forward slash randomoid and enter the code buck up that's buck up all capital letters no spaces no additives no special sources or condiments (laughs) coming up (laughs) yummy what's your favourite condiment ooh do you know what well ooh Ooh. I'm not a big salt and pepper guy, so I'm just going to go Aren't with ketchup. You? I'm just ketchups. Oh, actually, have you ever I had, had like, ketchup last night for the first time in ages? Ketchup's yeah. good. You know, it's one of the I want ones. a hot dog. Oh, very nice. I love. I do like a hot dog. Just so keeping with the theme of the dog you've got there. That's and making actually, a noise. Yeah, a hot dog. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, do you know what though? I'm going to break the bank here. I've just realised though, mustard. I love mustard. I can English eat mustard. mustard. English mustard is yeah better than French mustard. I prefer the slightly stronger. I'm mm. big. Yeah, I do like my mustard. Well, it gets you. It sort of stings the back of your nose. Mustard, mustard and chips. Yeah actually oh totally I've never weird tried that. a weird choice but uh, I, I now do, want that it is very you can imagine what it tastes like can't you it's very good <sighs> i'll tell you something chips. weird though that if you combine well not combine but i love pickled onions right i had a fantastic pickled onion last night then i had a little mm. bit of uh, a, a hot dog with tomato ketchup on the tomato ketchup then made the next pickled onion terrible whatever yeah. it chemically did in my mouth it just made the pickled onion so stingy that it, I couldn't taste it. It was just a stinging sensation. It's I weird how things like that notes. go. It's like um, <laughs> it's like I find that if you if you eat anything sweet, like say like a I don't know ice cream or a chocolate cake, pumpernickel, um, and then have a beer 
or something like that. Yeah. Um, it just makes the beer taste disgusting. Oh. It's that sweetness. It's I don't know things definitely chemically chemical reactions with things. It's very odd, isn't it? Yeah, the, the combining of different flavours. Anyway, um, <clears throat> coming up any minute now, the big finish news. But before that, Benji, how would you describe the story of your joining Big Finish if you were pitching it as a movie to a very crass producer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. So uh, Benji was a guy who was, uh, he was working a, a dead end job. Worked at a hospital, you know, it was all right, but times weren't great. The beds were getting empty there, you know. Meets a a random guy who's studied Buddhism, of all things, who said, you know, just if you want it, just go for it. And I'm like, well, go for what? He's like, just send out an audition, man, just do it. And, yeah, uh, but hold on, don't forget that this is a crass producer, so he'll want some action right about now in the story. Well, yeah, obviously we have to fight, I have to fight to get to him, you know. He's... <laughs> let's just say I suppose there has to be that thing like um, I'm leaving the hospital and somebody steals this weird Buddhist man's wallet or something and I chase after them knock them down pow straight between the uh, the eyes you know sort of whack it's good get up yeah. and say here's your wallet sir he says oh thank you I will give you an opportunity and hands me I don't know like a gold coin or something anyway <laughs> um, I take his advice send off an audition and it's got that great scene where I'm looking and says we don't accept uh, auditions or work experience or anything like that for this that the yeah, other yeah. And so the bog off like, message yeah. the bog off message and then you have that great moment where I just go why not and then you see my finger click the enter button to send and then you know there's another fight scene I don't know my house gets burgled there's just a lot of it was a very bad area clearly well how about Paul Sprague turns up outside your house at a huge limousine and he's smoking a cigar and goes hey you're the kind of guy we need in this organisation we want you <laughs> opens the limousine and like loads of like a smoke machines clearly in there all this smoke comes out but then we had that great moment and it did actually happen it was the very same day where sat in the hospital and you know they call this into the office and say Benji I'm afraid I'm afraid we're closing I'm afraid there's we can't stay open any longer I'm afraid we're going to have to give you your notice and then about half an hour later look at my phone get the email saying you know you got the gig we're big finished we'd like you to work on countermeasures are you up for that so had that great moment where everybody's in there like I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna be doing this and I'm out of the job and I don't know and I'm there was like it? yeah it's the same day really it's weird smart. that is good and that so is... everybody was upset and I'm there like yeah it's a living nightmare isn't it <laughs> <laughs> your dog what is do really howling like? away she, right uh, just give me two seconds sorry to be a, I'm gonna get rid of her she's annoying me <laughs> uh, he means he's just gonna move her out of the room folks if anyone's worried about the dog's welfare she just wanted to leave the room. I could see her. But earlier on, uh, someone else deposited uh, Rosie the dog in Benji's room. Um, in his little studio there. It was a pest. <laughs> but where is, where is she now? Where is she now, Benji? She's going to just hang out in the hallway. She can go and sl- s- chill in the lounge. But she likes company because she's a, um, she's a, a, a little Sociable shih tzu. Dog. Um, and they, they're very... No uh, they're compa- that kind of language. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're companion dogs, and so they like to be around people. But um, she just... she When she knows she's... Because she can be a bit... She gets excited, and then she's naughty. But if she's naughty, um, she will naughty. be a pain until we give her attention, so we have to ignore her. But in this case, 
she, Ig- you know, the she, ignoring her wasn't working. Really, she, she's it? made her. But it's because I'm talking. It's because I'm. I think she's feeling left out. But sorry, yeah, I'm she's fault, jealous of the microphone. You know, um, if you're gonna be bad, you're gonna be bad. <laughs> of course, my version of the story would be. I mean, because Gary Russell came round to my flat and just said, "Oh, this is what's happening." So I suppose in the movie, he has to sort of crash in through the wall in his car <laughs> and say, "Don't move." He'd be, he'd be driving like a, a Lamborghini or a Ferrari, I expect. <laughs> yeah, it was just a Ford Escort, I think. Um, <laughs> Mark II. Yeah, uh, he often used to come around for a cup of tea. and uh, Unannounced, we never used to tell each other we were visiting. Those were the days. The people don't do that so much anymore, do they? Carrie and I used to just wander around to each other's place and wander in and put the kettle on. <laughs> you know, want a cup of tea? Well, well, since I live here, perhaps I will have a cup of tea that you're <laughs> making for me. Yeah. In my um, mug. Yeah. Uh, so yes, uh, so in order to make up for the crashing through my wall, obviously he gives me the opportunity to uh, to write Sirens of Time. That's that's my movie. Maybe version. he does that thing, you know, like uh, I'll fix your wall, but you're going to have to work for it, or something like that. You know, <laughs> says I'll give you an opportunity. Sirens of Time. It's a good write. little number. We need it done, <laughs> and I think you might be the man for the job, Briggs. And he does Brilliant. that thing where he leaves and he turns around and says, don't screw it up. And then you smile. You know, in the movies, it's like, don't yeah. screw it up. And he leaves and then you have a little musical montage of you and they're typing away. <laughs> There's something by, um, what's that band that did all, that group who did all the songs for Rocky IV? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I've never seen it. Oh, good film, Rocky IV. Um, well, you say that. <laughs> oh, it's the best, it's the best of them. Like Robert Tepper and um, Berlin. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah Survivor. Ding, ding, yeah, ding, ding, yeah. Ding, 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 like all that sort of stuff. Yeah, while anyway. I'm typing away. That's good. I like it. Yeah, buy that movie. Thanks, Benji. You got the job, kid. Uh, but anyway, after those outrageous shenanigans, here is the ruddy big finished news. Shoes. <laughs> Here is the news. For your entertainment and delectation, popular audio production company Big Finish will be releasing the following corkers in this rather brisk month of February. Over to Benji Clifford in the corkers department. Thank you very much, Nicholas. Yes, the corkers department behind me here is at work and indeed, true our department's name, we do indeed have some corkers for you here today. Now, first up, we dramatised it last week and it is simply... Missy. I'm fabulous at strategy, mathematics, creative role play. In fact, you could say I'm mostly marvellous in every manner. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. And tell you what, special offer. If I don't like you lot after, no one has to die. Missy, volume one. You stand for everything the wardens abominate. You are wayward, chaotic, Willful. And now, here I stick, exiled to 19th century Earth like some common-time urchin. What are you, ladies maid, governess? Fond of children, are you? Loathe them. I know who you are. You know I know who you are. You're Missy, the artist formerly known as the Master. <laughs> what do you want, human? Oi, less of that. Be nice. Free at last! 
It's a genie! Are you significant? 180, 200, 220. Needles in the danger zone. Best place to be! Shall we take this baby out for a spin? So this person with the pointed beard, is he our bad god? Okay, so killing people means evil. You say so. Don't you? Nah. Big finish. We love stories. Aren't I the best teacher ever? I should speak to your dad about getting a raise. Over in the Doctor Who main range of monthly adventures, Mr. Peter Davison as the Doctor uh, teams up with Ms. Janet Fielding, uh, Mr. Mark Strickson as Turlow, uh, and in an exciting recasting, uh, Mr. John Corshaw as Chameleon, the shape-shifting robot. Uh, all of them feature in a double bill of exciting yarns entitled Black Thursday and Power Game. Uh, here is the trailer. Doctor! Doctor, it's starting! Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, Black Thursday and Power Game. Hello, humans, and welcome to the incredible Power Game. Hi, everyone. Not sure what I'm doing here, to be honest. Dad! Dad! What point? Why have you stopped? The lump. I saw the flame flicker. But the thing is, it's not like a normal program. It just sort of appears in the middle of others. Like it's hijacking the signal. Exactly. Just above us is Abatusak in the beautiful Welsh valleys. If that's what's above us, where are we right now? Down a coal mine? Do you like being underground? It looks real, like I'm on a real alien planet. Sadia, look out! There's a serpent! Everybody out! Gosh! Out! Big finish. We love stories. I think people are being taken and forced to participate in these games. What for? I don't know. That's why I'd like to watch more. And we zoom back in time now to the adventures of the longest running of the Doctor's Who, as it were. <laughs> and Tom Baker is still wrestling with the TARDIS controls with his brand new faithful companion. I'm sorry, the control room's phoning me. Let's just find out what's going on. Well, I've no idea who it is, so I'm not going to answer that. Control room. <laughs> it's probably my wife. Uh, <laughs> Uh, his brand new faithful companion WPC Anne Kelso in the second volume of their Series 8 adventures. Here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Fourth Doctor Adventures, Season 8, The Syndicate Master Plan, Volume 2. This place is filled with monsters. Have you seen the Doctor? The last time I saw him, the Director was giving him some form of new treatment. Typical. Leaving us to do all the work. Agent Jason Vane. In a life like mine, I don't have time for dreaming. My days are filled with danger, and when night comes, I gratefully accept oblivion. Danger, Master. Danger. I know there's danger, K-9. You're stating the obvious again. Gas. Not gas. Missed. Quickly, don't breathe it in. Run, run! Mr. Colwyn. How can I be of help? What do you know about the syndicate? All right, 
that you've got my attention? We really do want to know what you've heard about. And you think I'm just going to blurt that out on an open channel? Fingers crossed. Big Finish. We love stories. And eagle-eared followers of our drama tees might like to note that in next week's podcast, released on the 17th of February in the year of our Lord 2019, we'll be dramatizing the first 15 minutes of one of those stories, Fever Island, by Jonathan Barnes, Esquire. Oh, well, I'm I'm catching the fever already, Nick. Uh, over now to those jolly Cardiff funsters for more madcap antics of an adult nature in Torchwood, God Among Us, Part Ooh. 2. Uh, Flight 405 went missing over 60 years ago, but tonight the plane finally lands. Norton Folgate, a Torchwood agent from the 1950, uh, and he swears that Flight 405 contains the secret to the end of the world. Uh, but can Torchwood trust him. Norton Folgate, Torchwood 1950s, here to let you know that the world's about to end. So come on, chop chop. I thought you lot were meant to be ready. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Torchwood, God Among Us, Volume 2. I've met Norton before, and Devon. <laughs> I think those two deserve each other. I just feel sorry for whoever they drag along with them. I had to do terrible things at first to stop you from finding this world. But find it I did. I know what'll happen next. What you do to worlds. Attention, you have been reported as homeless. Oblation offers you a choice. Take part in a clinical trial. Or death. Growth or death. Choose. When I got up this morning, I did not see myself dying in a plane crash on a plane that's been missing for 60 years. Oh, God! It's heading for Cardiff! It's going to take out the whole city! With a hay, a hoe, the wind and the rain, and the rain, it raineth every day. Big Finish. We love stories. Yvonne Hartman speaking. Time now to switch your dials from BBC to ITV. Thank you. Have you switched it? Yes, I, I have. Good. It's, it might need a little um, lubrication. As we sample the delights and high-octane thrills of John Steed and Miss Tara King in their first volume of comic strip audio drama adaptations. Here is the trailer. Looks as if these are previews of coming attractions. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, The Avengers, Steed and Tara King, Volume 1. My name is John Steed. This is Tara King. Steed. Mother. Hello, Mother. Hello, Tara. Well, that's some mighty strange Steed you're riding here, partner. I beg your pardon. <laughs> it's not funny, Tara. Maybe not from where you're sitting. You said this assignment would be a breeze, Steve. This is more like a hurricane. In the meantime, keep an eye on Miss King. She's at the centre of this somehow. We've found a coven of witches. Witches? And wizards. And wizards? I will kill him. Kill him. That's taking very similitude too far. This is Britain, and you can't just shoot a man down like that in cold blood with no consequences. Such a conversation will prove too late, John Steed. 
It will be the last the two of you will ever have. She's just tried to assassinate me. What? Tara? Tara King has... Oh! Well, they might be clairvoyants, but they certainly didn't see that coming. You will not get away! Who said I wanted to? Eh? Steed! Look out! A sheep! Indians, we're part of the entertainment. They're using live arrows! The ice! It's going to crush us, Tara. Crush us like an eggshell. And uh, welcome to prison, by the way. It's comfortable enough. Well-stocked drinks cabinet, too. Big finish. We love stories. Well, this all looks pleasant enough. And we'll be dramatizing those exciting antics for you in two weeks' time in our podcast released on the 24th of February. And note that date carefully in your diary next to the word EXCITING! <laughs> with three exclamation marks. Naturally. <laughs> Bench. <laughs> Yes, well, I've got my, my pencil over here, but uh, I, I think the lead's just snapped. <laughs> oh, dear. What a mishap. Thank you very much, Nicholas. Uh, and finally, uh, brace yourselves for an abrasive encounter with that grumpy old 12th oh. Doctor as Neve McIntosh reads Lisbeth Miles' thrilling historical tale, The Astria Conspiracy. And here is a very lovely sample for you. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, Short Trips, The Astraea Conspiracy. He's not coming. Knee-deep in thought, after I hadn't noticed the gentleman come into the inn, but she certainly noticed him when he dropped into the seat opposite her without invitation. She looked him up and down, a lean, tall man with peculiar clothes and silver hair. I don't believe we're acquainted, sir, she said icily. He blinked as though he'd forgotten something. You're after Ben, aren't you? He leaned forward, staring at her as though she were an oil painting in need of cleaning. I am Mistress Ben, sir, and she closed her eyes for a moment, cursing her lack of discretion. And that's it for the Big Finish News this month. We trust you'll enjoy the many audio delights on offer for you, but remember, do heady up, as the month of March will be cutting along very soon indeed. Goodbye. I think we had a little problem with the podcast there. I think we all went back in time. It's very odd. What, what went on? I don't know. Oh, I, I, don't just know. Go, I seem to have a bow tie on. I'm just taking yeah. it off. My trousers are far too tight. <laughs> um, they're up. They're up around my armpits. <laughs> Not your trousers. I don't know what your trousers be doing up around my armpits. Well, my trousers escaped half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Your trousers are somehow uh, coming to me over the internet. That's a bit weird. Yes, print them out um, <laughs> and frame them. Uh, and so now, uh, just before we dramatise you with the first 15 minutes of Doctor Who Black Thursday, starring Peter Davison as the Doctor, time to spin the wheel of chance with Ooh, yeah. the randomoid selector tron. Wow, exciting. That's so exciting. What have, we, what have we got? Well, I can confirm to you, Nick, that we have got... I can confirm to you that... Oh, we got one that's not out yet. Can we do that? 
Yeah, we can do that. The moons of Volpana. Yeah. Which is one I'm personally actually really looking forward to, which is the Seventh Doctor and Mags. Yes, it's not coming out until May. Yes, that lovable werewolf from uh, from Greatest Show in the Galaxy. So we'll have to give you. Uh, we'll be giving you a 25% discount on that as uh, a special offer that you can you can pre-order it. Which Great um, idea? Well, you can't not that, can you? Yeah, blimey, that's just. Uh, that that will just make so many heads whirl around and fall off uh, that we're giving a 25% discount on that. But uh, it is entirely possible if a little bit system breaking. Yes, yeah, so Jessica Martin returns as Mags with the Eighth Doctor. Um, rather a fun idea, I thought. Um, it's And Samuel Clemens is directing it. Uh, son of Brian Clemens, you know, who yeah. more or less created the Avengers. Sam and I have been mates for ages, and he came in to direct uh, Shilling and Sixpence Investigate. And so he was a fully trained up director for Big Finish. And then um, I think something fell through, and so we didn't have a director for the stories for this, this particular series. And so, bada boom, um, Sam uh, moved straight in, and, um, and together with producer Emma Haig, Sorted out. Emma Haig, by the way, is no relation of Jason Haig Ellery. <laughs> you see, we, people, I think people think we're just appointing relations to do jobs, <laughs> relatives. Um, it's like Lucy Briggs Owen is actually yeah. not related to me at all. Uh, and she did once explain the Briggs thing, but I can't, can't remember what it was. Anyway, there you go. Uh, I don't think there's even a trailer for it out at the moment, is there? No, no, no trailer. No can't trailer. even tease you with that. But I know it's very, very exciting. Uh, by Emma Reeves as well. I think that might be her first Doctor Who release for us, so she's certainly written uh, Torchwood before. Anyway, all you have to do uh, to get that 25% off on the pre-order, which will only be available for a week, is go to bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash V for Vendetta forward slash stash smash splash smash randomoid and enter the codes buck up all capital letters no spaces no additives no ketchup no bananas no messing no bananas and if you want to get in the mood i suggest watching greatest show in the galaxy i'll get you ready the greatest show in the galaxy (laughs) (laughs) with old captain cook uh, and Vernon from Coronation Street. Uh, and what more could you ask for, quite frankly, than, you know, a good bit of a 25% discount, eh? Yeah. Mm. In the meantime, why not feast your ears on the first 15 minutes of Doctor Who Black Thursday, featuring Fifth Doctor, Tegan, Turlow and Chameleon. <laughs> Come on, boy, what's keeping you? Nothing, da. Well, come on, then. All right, all right. I'm just doing my boots. Come here, Mrs. Hughes. <laughs> John. <laughs> I shall see you in the morning, my love. Gwen, come on, boy. 
I don't know what's wrong with him, Ira. It's that lad, that James Heard, giving him grief again. Mother, I told you not to tell him. Oh, sorry, sweetheart. I'm only worried about you. What's all this then? What's the ad boy done now? Nothing. Come on. We've got to go now. I don't want to be late. Well, whatever he's done, just you remember. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, right? John, don't encourage him. Don't worry, ma'am. Dad's right. I always am, boy. Come on, time to go. Good night, Mrs. Hughes. <laughs> night, ma'am. See you in the morning. But take care, you two. <laughs> Who taught you to lace up boots, boy? They'll be off before we get to the mine. <laughs> I think you resumed that. See you in the morning, my boys. Good night. <laughs> Night shifts to the pit will make a man of you, Gwen. If you say so, Dad. Come on now, boy. I went down on my knees to find you decent employment. Don't throw it back in my face. I'm not, Dad. I promise. I'm grateful, really, I am. You want to make friends with the lads, you know? Those boys are your family now, as much as your mother and me. How's your back, Doctor? Well, the Danites seem to have done a remarkably good job, all things considered. The vertebrae are still adjusting, but I should be as right as rain in a day or two. That is a strange phrase, Doctor. What does it mean? Well, it's rather like, um, fit as a fiddle. I'm not sure I understand. It just means normal. Thank you, Tegan. I could do with a dose of normal, to be honest. Define normal, Tegan. Earth, 20th century, and no weird robots. Tegan. I think what we have here is a classic case of cabin fever. And the best cure for that is some fresh air. We're going on a little holiday. How many times have I heard that before? Here we go, Gwyn boy. Move up, Doc. All in. Close up. Closing up. Cage down. <sighs> Calm down, boy. Or are you trying to embarrass yourself and your old man? Sorry, Dad. I just... Oh. Do you ever get used to this? It feels like we're falling. How else are we going to get down 260 yards in two minutes? <laughs> it's night, right? You can choose from cold and dark up there, lying in your bed, or warm and dark and making a living down here. Right, uh, right. Speaking of which, it's been a bit warm recently. Jeff, when are they going to fit that new fan? No idea, John. I've asked Mr. Matson a few times. He reckons we don't need it. Uh, typical toff, eh? Waste of money rather than look after us. Watch your tongues, you lot. He pays your wages, and mine. So he can't be all bad. Those poor ponies. Stuck down here 50 weeks at a time. They look after as well as you and I, boy. See you, Gwen. When I first started, I felt the same as you. So far underground, they don't feel right. Not at first. But you'll get there. 
suppose. Now, pick up the pace, Rue. We black diamonds to shift. Let's find out, shall we? Odd. The scanner must be broken. I believe the system's to be working normally. Doctor, have you parked us up against a wall? No, we're where I intended, more or less, but about 260 metres underground. Oh, great. Do you like being underground? I was being sarcastic. So where are we, exactly? Well, just above us is Abatusak in the beautiful Welsh Valleys. The year is 1902 and the month is September. Oh, perfect for fresh air, scenic walks and uh, a, a break from the norm. If that's what's above us, where are we right now? Down a coal mine? It would appear so. No matter, I'll just pop us up to the surface. Cello, check that, would you? It says, brace for impact. But we're not moving, are we? I shouldn't worry, just a, a little coal dust in her sensor array, I imagine. Come on, old girl. What are you up to? Dad! Dad! What, boy? Why have you stopped? The lump. I saw the flame flicker. Just for a moment. Oh, you're imagining things, boy. Look, mine's... Oh, no. Gas. Everybody out! Gas! Everybody out! Everybody out! Come on! Gas! Everybody out! Come on, down! All the way! Out! Is everyone all right? Fine. I always love it when the TARDIS ends up at a jaunty angle. What happened? It felt like something hit us. Something did. A natural gas explosion. A what? Well, is it safe down here? Not especially, no. Then I suggest we remove ourselves as quickly as possible. People might be hurt out there, Turlow. We should try to assist anyone who has been injured. Now you're getting the hang of it, Chameleon. Hey! Have we still got that medical kit in here? There it is. How about it, Doctor? We've got painkillers, bandages. Ah, uh, very well, but don't go wandering off. Chameleon. Help Jagan, please. It's rather a drop from the door at the TARDIS's current angle. Certainly, Doctor. I don't need any help. Thank you. <coughs> Listen. Do you hear that? There are people down here. Come on, we've got to help them. Jagan, wait! 
the doctor said... Uh, Tegan's right. All hands on deck. There may be no time to lose. Chameleon, I think it would be best if you took on human form. Of course, Doctor. Um, how about this? The guise is adequate? A little generic, but you look like an early 20th century labourer to me. It'll pass anyway. Now let's go if we're going. Help's arrived, boys. How'd they get down here so fast? There you are. It's like hell on earth. We have to get those who can walk to the main lift shaft. Tegan, tell her, can you start moving them? The miners will direct you. I suppose. Can I have your attention, please? I need those of you who can walk to identify yourselves. Raise your hands if you can walk. You, sir. Did I hear this young lady right? Are you a doctor? Well, yes, you did hear Tegan right, but the good, fact of the matter is... Good, Jeff, Jeff Evans, night shift overman for number one pit. I've got two very badly injured fellows this way. Can you help? <sighs> Lead the way, Jeff. Chameleon, you better come with me. Yes, doctor. Gwen! 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 Boy! Boy! All right then, John. Don't try to move. Doctor! Doctor! This is John. He needs your help. He's pretty bad. Doctor, his legs appear to have been crushed. In the rock uh, fall. Yes, I'll do the diagnosis, thank you. Don't, don't mind me. You go, go see to Gwyn. Gwyn's his son. It's all right, John. My colleague will see to your son. Comedian, could you... Um... John, can you feel anything when I... Do this, no. How about this? No, no that. No, I can't, I can't feel a thing. <laughs> Please, sir, help me. Please remain calm. I will do all I can to assist you. I'm scared, sir. I, I just want to see my mum. Please. I am sorry. I could not help you, Gwyn. Breathe, John. Slow, deep breaths. I can't, I can't, can't seem to get, get the breaths in. All right, easy now. You there? Where's Gwyn? Why is he not speaking? Doctor, the boy Gwyn is dead. Uh, destined to make a full recovery, I'm sure. You hear that, John? Your boy's gonna be all right. That's, that's, that's good, good to hear. This man is dead also. Yes, I'm afraid his injuries were too great. It's hopeless. Who knows how many more have been lost? It's never hopeless. Focus on the living. We need to get as many men up and into the lift as we can. Hurry, man! You're right, of course. It seems there is little more we can do here. I think we'd better make sure the lift system is mechanically sound and that it wasn't damaged in the explosion. Doctor, why did you lie to the man John? He was suffering enough. To be told that his son had already died would only have caused him more pain in his final moments. But he asked me a direct question. Look, it's... Well, it's complicated. It is, indeed, complicated. 
Is it much further? Another 50 yards or so. You a doctor too? I'm afraid not. Why did you ask him? I might be a doctor for all you know. <laughs> Don't be silly. Why you... Shh! I think I can hear more men. Up ahead. Probably desperate to get up and out. There'll be after damp building up. After damp? Can't you smell it? That rotten egg smell. Oh, terrible thing it is. When gases gather after an explosion. Poisonous gases? Oh, deadly. Of course, they can cause a secondary explosion too. Well, we've got to get out of here and quickly. More to the point, we need to warn the doctor. Doctor, is the lift mechanism safe? Seems undamaged, certainly. Although I can't claim to be any kind of expert. Then we should begin to bring the men through. Yes, of course, Jeff. Perhaps you could organise the men into uh, eight groups, starting with the most severely injured. That I will. Lads! Lads! I need you in sixteens. The worst first. Here we are. Sorry. I, I didn't catch your name. James Hudd, miss. Tegan, there you are. Where's Tilda? Gone back to find you. How did you get here without us seeing you anyway? There are a great many routes through the tunnels. Yes, it's quite the rabbit, Warren. Now, we have to start getting these men out of here as quickly as possible. Too right. A great many men are waiting to be transported to the surface, but the mechanism can only support 16 at a time. Yeah, but that's not the only problem. Go on. We caught a whiff of something called after-damp in the tunnels. Poisonous gases, apparently. Hydrogen sulfide, in fact. Doctor, there could be another explosion. We need to alter the plan. Tegan, comedian, you'd better go up with the first lot of men when Jeff here brings them through. But what about... Uh, please, Tegan. Once you're on the surface, you'll have to explain to the lift operator that there'll be a, a container inside the cage when it next comes up. Jeff, how many men in this section of the mine? About 60, I'd say, with another 60 sealed off by rock falls, further away from the blast. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review and ah, subscribe.